Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. Um, by his coming and his dying on the cross, it is not fun uh, and it is not just for merrymaking or memorial celebration, but it is for life and it is for what? destiny and we want to look at it um thoroughly um what jesus um did for us and the life he brought unto us so we want to do um the in the first part of what i will do on sunday which i have titled the new life it's a continuation of it is finished okay we did um the work of um poverty and then um the work of healing i think uh uh, Farouk did it for you. Okay, so um, uh, it's done. So we are doing the last part, which is uh, Jesus finishing death and all that and giving us a new life. So the new life. By Jesus, you and I have a new life. Amen. How many of you believe that you have a new life? Amen. How many of you believe that you still have an old life <laughs> Romans chapter 7 says that there are two kingdoms two struggles in me the old and the new it says sin and righteousness are both fighting in me so there's the new and there's the old but which one must supersede and which one must we live in and with that is what we try to look at even though Jesus has brought us a new life, some of us are still living with the old life. And we want to address this and then thank God for the life he gave to us before we depart here on this faithful. And trust God that after this Easter, may you begin to see changes of your life. May you begin to see that your life is taking a new pattern. May you begin to see new things, what Jesus came to give and to do. May we begin to see it coming to pass in our life. Father, we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter 10 verse 10. It has been our maiden scripture. And let's go back onto it. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Jesus said, the thief, which is the devil, he came Number one is to steal. Number two is to kill. And number three is to destroy. So the ultimate assignment of the devil is to destroy our life. Hallelujah. All his business is to destroy. Stealing our life is not sufficient for him. Killing our life is not sufficient for him. But destroying our life. Taking us to hell is the final achievement. So until the devil win us to hell he has not succeeded amen he can steal your life he can he can mess you up he can let you lose your faith he can let you live any life that is stealing whenever you lose your faith and you begin to believe anything and you don't value god you don't you don't believe in trusting god the devil has stolen your life then he kill it 
Now he begins to take you totally outside the presence of God. You don't even believe in God. You don't pray. You don't trust. When you talk about God, no, it's not part of your game. He has killed you. Then he will manage to now fill you with evil, with sin, with this backslide, totally. And he kill you prematurely so that you go to hell. He has finished destroying you. But Jesus said, but I have come that you may have life. And not only having life, but have it more abundantly. Does it mean that we didn't have life? Until the coming of Jesus Christ. Does it mean that we didn't have life? Amen. We had life. But what life was Jesus talking about? That he came that we may have it. The Bible said God so loved the world. That he gave us Christ. Amen. So what life did he come to give to us? John chapter 19 verse 30. We also read it. So when Jesus has received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Now he said, It is finished. So I made us to understand in the previous um, 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 class or in the previous um, church that when Jesus said, It is finished, it means the life that he has come that we should have it. He has finished the course of that work, that assignment. He has finished with it, and now it is ready for us to receive. The life and the abundance life. Amen. So the work is now on us. We must now know how to receive the life that Jesus has finished preparing, finished putting together, finished creating, and is bringing unto us. I'm asking God that today, may you receive that life. May you go home with that life. May you live with that life. May you receive the life that Jesus prepared and finished for us on the cross of Calvary some historical years back ago. How then do we have access to this life? Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16 and 18. Therefore from now on from when? From when? So from now on from here we regard no one according to the flesh. So from now on, we see nobody according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Formerly, you know Christ by the flesh. When we were unbelievers, when we didn't know God, when we have not been saved, we know that yes, Jesus is there. We know that yes, there's Christ. We know him by the flesh that he's Mary's son. He is Joseph's adopted son. He was born nine months. He suffered. Well, they said he was killed. They said they nailed him. He was on the cross. They said he died. They said they buried him. They said he resurrected. They said he went to heaven. That is all we knew. But the Bible said that now we don't know him in that order. We don't know him after the flesh. We don't know him in the manner of the flesh. We know him as a different person. Amen. We know him now as a savior. We know him as a messiah. We know him as someone who has bring us a new life. So he said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, so now if anybody is in Christ, he is what? 
a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. May every old things of your life be passed away today. May every experiences of your life be vanished today. Everything that has hold your life from then to now, we are trusting God that after today, may it live your life. Say, if anybody is in Christ, behold, all things have passed away. He's a new creation. He's a new life. God has recreated us. So, in this life, we have two creations. We have the first creation. We have the second creation. We have the first creation. That is the creation by birth. When God first created us and gave us into the womb of a woman. And we came to the earth. It was the first creation. But that creation is the old. Then when we come to Christ, he recreates us. And when he recreates us, everything that was of the old, that we were born to be, born with, born of, it has been renewed. And now we become a new creation, a new person. We carry a new life. And that life is found in what? Christ Jesus. So them who are in Christ Jesus, they are now a new creation. Old things have passed away. I don't know what are the old things. And that's old things. That's old life. That's what we are talking about. Is the life that we inherited from Adam. Amen. That old is what we inherited from Adam. Everybody here is an offspring of Adam. Whether you like it or not. So when we were born out of our mother, we carry the Adamic life. And that life is an old life. It is not a life in Christ. And that life does not inherit certain things of God. That life is full of sin. That life is full of rebellion. Hallelujah. So, the Adamic life which is the life that we used to carry, the old life. It is a life of flesh and carnality. Amen. So, sometimes if you want to know which of the life I carry, is it a new life, a new creation, life that Jesus has brought, or is it a life of the old that I have since Adam? You check whether you are carnal or you are fleshy. And to be flesh means to be self-seeking, self-centered. Everything is myself, myself, myself. It is not God. You don't see God. God does not matter. It is my interest. It is what I get. It is what I want. It is what I feel. It is what I do. It is what I desire. That is flesh. Hallelujah. And that was Adam, self-seeking and self-centered. God said, Adam, this you cannot, you can do. This you cannot do. Adam said, I want this. So whether God has said it or not, I will do it. That is the old life. That it is carnal, it has no regard for God. Carnality simply means that somebody who have no regard 
for God and his word. You care for the world more than you care for God. You rather think of the world than you think of what God. So that is the old life. The Adamic life. But Jesus realized that this life of flesh and carnality cannot it cannot take us far and it will destroy our life. It will end up, the devil can kill us. Remember, this Adamic life was as a result of what? Satan's success in winning the life that God gave to Adam to replace it. Because the devil's life John chapter 10 verse 10 has summarize it for us. It is a life that kills, that steals, and that destroys. So whatever Satan has succeeded in making of, or leading a life, that person's interest in this life is either to kill, to steal, and to destroy. We will be stealing our neighbor, killing our neighbor, destroying our neighbor, and we still see nothing wrong with it. And sometimes you see people who are interested in destroying other peoples, killing other peoples, stealing other peoples, steal people's joy, steal people's life, steal people's pleasure, steal people's things, killing people's joy, killing people's life, leading people astray, destroying characters, destroying homes, destroying families, destroying businesses, destroying churches. And we are happy. It is the Adamic life. Adam did not think about the home God has given unto them. He didn't think about it. That the step I'm taking, the life I'm about to live, is going to destroy my home. He didn't think about it. It's going to affect the life of my children. He didn't think about it. He was self, more of himself, and more of what he's going to get. His interest was more of myself, and all that I can get, very carnal. He ended up picking up that life, that life Satan has brought. And at the end of the day, his home was destroyed. His children's life were affected. And today you and I are inheriting that life. That we are full of what? Thieves. Liars. Every thief is a liar. Every liar is a thief. Have you ever seen a thief arrested and the person said, I am guilty? No. Even while they are caught stealing, they say, it is the devil. I don't know why. It's not my type. It's not my character. I don't do it. Meanwhile, nobody has ever seen the devil stealing before. But we are always saying that it's the devil that steal. It's the devil that still, Adam has ate an apple and God asked him, he said, it is the woman. God asked the woman, he said, it is the devil. Meanwhile, the devil did not put the food in the woman's mouth. So, the life of Adam full of flesh lies, stealing, killing, carnality and this Adamic life is what produced the old life that we live until Christ came to turn it. And what is the old life? Because you must understand the old life. Where did you get it from? 
Romans chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. Therefore, as though one man's offense, judgment came to all, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteousness act, the free gifts came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So the old life came about after the fall of Adam. And I call it the afterfall life of Adam. God did not create Adam with any bad life. He didn't create him to be carnal and he didn't create him to be what? Flesh. When we're talking about flesh, we're not talking about the skin. We're talking about flesh. We're talking about when you are too self seeking. You, you, you care for yourself more than anything. So when it comes to what will be comfortable for you and what will be comfortable for God, you go for what will be comfortable for you. You are always thinking of how you will be comfortable, not how to obey God. When you are talking about carnality, we are talking about when we put the kingdom of God and we put the riches of the world, which one will you go? And a carnal person will go after the world. That is, even if I can get it in any way, I don't care about what the, world of, the word of God says. That is carnality and fleshly. And God did not create Adam to be like this. But the Bible said that after he fell, after he disobeyed God, then he picked up that life. And that life that he picked, that is what became the Adamic life, which became the old life that you and I have been carrying and were born with. Hallelujah. And all of us who came to this life, we carry that after fall life of Adam. Because it is the life we were born with. Some of us, we started becoming thieves. Even when nobody has shown us how to steal. As young as three years, two years, we're stealing from soups. We pick a coin, we put it in our pocket. And he asks us, where is it? He said, I haven't found it. We started lying. Where from it? Where did it come from? Since when have, have we become stealing? The devil came to steal. So since when did we start stealing? Since when did we start killing our own life? You know that it is not good for you, but you are going after it. Since when? Since when did we start destroying our own life? The afterfall, all that could come out of Adam's life is to destroy his own life. So we were born with it. And everybody who has received Jesus Christ, you carry that old life. Amen. Number two, it is unrepented life. The old life is anybody who is not repented. Listen, that is why it is of necessity that now and then we repent of our sins. So, the theologians will tell you that salvation is ongoing. There's nothing like, I mean, there are two thoughts of school. One said that, one saved, forever saved. 
In order to say that, no, once saved, it's not forever saved. Because we are saved, we are being saved, and we shall be saved. And I believe in the second thought. That as many that came to you, we gave them power to become the sons of God. We are saved. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We are being saved. On that day, he shall select his own and he shall throw for many shall say, by your name I did this by the and he said, depart from me. I don't know you. We shall be saved. So even though we were saved, when we came to Christ, we are working our salvation, we are being saved, but on the final day, some will be saved. Some will not be saved. Amen. So if we believe that we are saved and it's forever, we have to be extremely careful. There is a doctrine that is running now in parts of the world about the, the new uh, 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 doctrine on grace, which is very dangerous. And some of you are reading it. Some of you go and they listen to it. And they, I don't want to mention any pastor's name. But it's on air and they are preaching. Some of these western preachers. They are preaching new era of grace. Therefore, especially they say that we the Gentiles. We are not part of some of the scriptures. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. That is it. So it is grace. It's not about our sins. Whether we sin or not. Once we have received Jesus Christ, we are saved. So we can go about doing all nonsense. All we have to, know, to do is that we must continue in Jesus Christ. Because we are saved. It is there. Some, they are preaching it. Grace on air, unmerited grace, unmerited faith. Those things is there. And people are listening. Sometimes I hear people arguing and supporting it. And some are defending it strongly. And I hear Ghanaian preachers and Ghanaian Christians. And they are preachers. Sometimes they are even condemning some of us that we don't know the Bible. You know, anybody who is looking for opportunity to commit their crime and their sin, they are always looking for a, a, a preacher, a pastor who support what they are doing. If that is the case, then what about work out your own salvation? If we were saved the day we received Christ Jesus by faith through grace or by grace through faith, then there was no more need to work out our salvation. But because sin with us, and Romans 7, as I said, that Paul said, there are two powers fighting in us. The old and the nature, sin and righteousness. Instead of one of the powers in us is always leading us to do what is against God. And the other is also driving us to do what God likes. That is the old and the new. In us, the old life and the new in life. And he said, a wretched man, who can save me? Then he himself said, except what? Christ Jesus. So that is the opportunity. Every now and then, we must continue to what? Repent. We must continue to repent. Dear ones, let us not follow that doctrine that once saved, forever saved, and throw away the power and the gift of repentance and throw away. John have said, confess your sins. And he is faithful and just to what? To forgive you and to forget. Every day we confess our sins. Every now and then we confess our sins because we are being saved. You can, today, you can have your salvation intact. Tomorrow you can lose it. 
And sometimes you yourself know that you get to a place, you know that I am losing my salvation. You know that you are sleeping. You are going off. You open your mouth, prayers is not coming. You try to fast, it's dry. Everything, Christianity, everything God is dry in you. You can't pray, you can't fast, you can't do anything. Things of, the, the, of God is no more interested. Church is no more interested. If you like, you come. If you like, you come to church. It's normal. Everything is okay for you. You don't see what is the big deal to go and sit in church and waste all time. No. You are what? Losing your salvation gradually. The consciousness of evil, of sin is gone. The consciousness of mind is gone. And the Bible calls it a seared mind. There's one thing that's when we repent, God puts in us. And we call it the witness of the spirit. Which is inside of us that when you are going wrong, he checks you. No, I've gone too, too far. And you come back. And so Jesus said, if your heart does not strike you, you are right. But if your heart strikes you, know that you are wrong. It, there are all parameters to make sure that we stay repented. We don't live by the old life. Because ladies and gentlemen, the old life is very powerful. Because the whole world system is being controlled and governed by the power that rules over the old life, which is called the devil or Satan. Hallelujah. The old life believes in God, but does not obey God. That is one thing about the old life. It believes in God. He does not obey God. Sometimes when you hear people quoting God, but they don't obey him, it's, it's interesting. You ask yourself, what are they doing? Who are they deceiving? They quote God. Or politicians will quote God. But they don't do God. Some church members will quote God, but they don't do God. Some leaders will do God. Some pastors will quote God. But they don't do God. Hallelujah. The other day, a pastor was arrested. Pushing drugs was caught at the airport. Pastor. Pastor. But telling the congregation that shall not steal, that shall not be corrupt. Telling the con congregation money that is acquired in haste is abomination. Telling the congregation, don't do this. Telling the congregation, work, God shall bless the work of your hands. You are pushing, you are carrying drugs and was caught. And all of us, we will all find ourselves in serious problem because we, we, just as the incident happened, we were also on flights. The day I was coming from Brazil, the first flight, it has happened. And then here I was also coming with the second flight, it's also coming from Brazil. So we got there, they held us. Held us serious the moment they saw Bibles in our bags. Bible is in a box. You get there, they look at it. So you are coming from Brazil. What do you want to do at the at the at the, at the, at the, 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 the passport controls? So no, we went there for this thing and for program. Also, stand here, stand here. The group, all the pastors. 
and carry us to another room. And they keep us there for about 30 minutes. And then when you are there, they come and press your stomach. And when I got down, I, I, I wanted to visit the, 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 the washroom. So I was in a hurry. When they finished everything, I was in a hurry. They said, stop, stop. I said, well, why go? I said, I'm going to wash. You say, wait. I said, I have to go. I said, why are you in a rush? I said, please, I have to. They said, no, 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 there's something there. I said, what is there? They said, something is there. You know, South African uh, 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 narcotics. They don't, they don't care anything. They were pressing my stomach. They were doing this thing. And I have entered South Africa with two passports. So they asked you, you have two passports? I said, yes, where is the other one? And I said, I'm not, I'm not traveling with that one, so I didn't come with it. So I came with this one. And they hold us for... I look at this man, I was like, wow. Why? So it was, um, I think, Augustine. Also, not that Augustine have sent me message. But when he sent me the message, I was in, 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 in transit from Brazil. I was going to the, the flights. So the internet has cut. Because he has sent me a message that this thing has just happened. And in Johannesburg, uh, I mean, Oliver Tambo Airport with the airline that is coming from Brazil. So when you got there, be careful because they are going to hold the next flight very serious. I didn't see. So it was later I was there when my internet, then I saw the message. I said, it's too late. I said, it's too late. I was already in hot soup. It took a longer time before they led me. You know, when I went to the washroom, the gentleman told me that don't flash. Yes. So you seen it. He said, don't flash. And I came out because they want to be sure. And we're all about pastors. They pick one young pastor from, um, what do you call it? Um, is it uh, Nairobi? One short pastor from Nairobi. They just pick him. They just went straight to his seat and pick him. As for he, he didn't, they just pick him. And surprisingly, they went, the flight was not too full, so the guy has changed seats. So they, when they entered, they said, everybody should go back to your original seats. They said, and this guy was not moving. Everybody was going, so they were going round, round, round. Then they got to the guy. said, where was your original seat? He moved there. When he moved there, they checked seat number. They just picked him straight. Not knowing he was also carrying some staff. Are we repenting? It is the old life. Look at how some of you are, your faces are. You don't carry drugs. But look at the level at which you lie. You steal. You gossip, you slander, you blackmail, you covet. It's the old life, the old nature. And Jesus came to deal with that old nature because it is a nature of Adam, which is not right, which can never inherit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. 